Hi, I'm Georgia Pierre, and you're listening to Black and Nuance Podcast, dispelling the idea that all black people are monoliths because we're not. My guests and I bring our varying perspectives to pop culture, relationships, and things we go through that we can't always name. Welcome to Black and Nuance. Shout out to Highly Unique, So Flow, and Excitement Radio, both in South Florida, for always holding me down. I've been gone for a month. Needed some time unintentionally. I didn't mean to take that much time off, but been gone for a month. Amazing things have been happening in the interim. And so I want to come back strong with this episode. And my two guests, uh, these dope, beautiful ladies that I have a pleasure of knowing, are badasses in their professional lives. And what we can all agree to and, and things that we've dealt with, even though they may not identify or call themselves alpha women. I don't like to use the term female, but alpha female is the term that most people are used to. We all, all three of us show up as very dominant, assertive women in our careers. And I know sometimes that's netted out different results in our romantic relationships. And so I thought this would be a great conversation to have. And these were the only two women in my mind that I wanted to have this conversation with. And so my guests and I delve into that. Phoebe Lee, Kimberly Selden, Dope-ass women, you get to hear the conversation that we had. Here it is. Hi, I'm George Pierre, and you're listening to Black and Nuance Podcast. I've been gone for a minute, but I am back with the jump off and two amazing, dope women that I have the pleasure of knowing. I have Phoebe Lee. She is CEO of Affinity Para, but I'm going to allow her to do her own intro. And I have Kimberly Selden. I, I just want to call her like a multi-hyphenate producer, all the things, you know dope ass, whatever. And so ladies, go ahead and do a proper intro though. Uh, Kimberly, we can start with you first. Hi, I'm Kimberly Selden. And yeah, I do have a hard time defining myself, but I'll say I'm a political, cultural, and uh, entertainment strategist. <laughs> oh, I like that. Ooh, come through. <laughs> I also like produce a lot of content and make things happen. So whatever that she means. does, <laughs> that's she does. Yes, Phoebe, go ahead, girl. Well, I'm just Phoebe Lee over here in Cleveland, Ohio, um, repping the two one six. No, I'm joking. I am a CEO of a uniform company, Affinity Apparel, as well as um, owner, co-owner of a candy store in Cleveland, Ohio, which is really my family's business. Um, and yeah. Just a ratchet CEO out here in these streets. You are not ratchet, Phoebe. I, I, I forgot to shout out the 757. How dare I? I am currently in Virginia Beach, two up, two down, holding it down. <laughs> currently doing it like I'm from there. Yes, Kim left me in New York, my new wave at York. But she, I mean, I'm not mad. She went from renting to owning a whole ass house. So, Finger I mean, snaps. do what you got to fucking do. Did that. Finger snaps. <laughs> Yes, snap, snap, snap. And so, ladies, a lot has happened. I mean, we're still currently living through a pandemic within a pandemic uh -uh. Uh, while running a business, uh, living our best emotional, spiritual, physical, mental selves. Uh -uh. And um, I want to kick off with Black is King because I know everyone's talking about it, but not even from the perspective of like, oh, my gosh, did you see it? The visuals, ga, ga, ga. But, you know, I, I, I feel like a lot of people are still acting like Black is, like black is in, like, Oh my gosh, like it's it's wonderful. Like, yes, we want all black people to do all the things. Like, we've been dope, we've been around, we've been here. But peeling back the layers, one, have y'all both seen Black is King? Mm. I have not. <laughs> I have not seen it. I'm still trying to do that body Disney Plus. I was trying to get my right. Okay, but I think there's still some parallels we could speak about Definitely. that are real. I feel true. I feel like I've seen every bit of it. I know. Yes. Well, whenever y'all get a chance to watch it. I, I think it's it's great to watch. I've watched it three times, but that was not intentional. <laughs> I'm uh, that's how I'm gonna like, do. I'm waiting for the right moment. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, for like you guys, like we could have. It's a it's a full hour and twenty five minutes. So if you are sleepy, if you're not attentive, I would not. I wouldn't even press play on it. Uh, but there's a lot of healing. I feel like that needs to be done mm -hmm. within the black community. And there's, there's been a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of pillars about like black love, black family and things of that nature. And maybe even from your own personal experiences, you know, what are some things that you all have felt like has, has kind of surfaced for you all in your blackness as a black woman and just kind of the things that you've thought about that you haven't thought about before that maybe the pandemic maybe amplified for you. 
Y'all both play faces. So Phoebe, we'll start with you. So black is king. My black is king. I'm yeah. waiting on my black king. Um, you know, I have definitely decided that I'm going to stop being a player um, as much as I've been in this quarantine because black is king. And I do realize that, um, you know, for where I'm going, I need a king and preferably black. I'm not going to shut myself down for anything, but um, there is nothing like a black family and black love and just under not having to under, you know, explain, over explain what we're feeling like all of us already knew um getting on the phone like hey we're all experience emotional triumphs like tribulation just for being black and watching everything that's going on. I don't want to have to explain that to a man that I love although I'm open I'm not going to shut God down um the way that he sends love but this has and not envying anything Beyonce has been through baby because her and Jay-Z's life you know but more so you know there's a beauty in black children black family Black ancestors, you know, I could see my grandmother all through this thing. So definitely being more open and making space for love. That's where I am right now. I feel that. I feel that. Genuine. Not me playing around. Yes. Uh, Kimberly, what about you? My love for Blackness and contributions to society have always been about Black people. So I don't know that it's changed anything in regards to that. That's my primary purpose in life is to help our people. Um, what it has done is made me realize that I do want to prioritize love. Mm. And I think that I see the generational curses. I see mm. the impact of broken families, even within my own family. So I've always recognized that. But this time has made me want to be so much more intentional about where I put my time, who I spend my time with. And it all needs to circle back to that main goal, love, family, community, point blank, period. We really don't have time and we can't be our own enemies. There's already so many forces, whether it's government or let's say pop culture or the world, like kind of trying to divide us. So all I can do right now is put on for my people, create opportunities for them and be an example to my family and the young people in my family. My thing was always money. I always felt like money would be the thing that would set us free. And I, I, there, there is some truth to that. But within that, you know, my ambition or my desire for wealth has been prioritized. So now I'm just creating more balance, more space, mm. more love and light. I think that some of the societal messages have been to be rough and tough. Mm -hmm. Now we're like loving and compassionate. So I'm trying to catch up. That's where I am. Fist pump to that. I do think like overall, we've had to be so tough, you know, and not, and we can't be vulnerable in society because we could get killed, lynched. Well, they don't allow us to be either, right? Because right. And not black men at all. Definitely not black men. And don't let us cry in the office setting or anywhere. You know, we're either angry or too emotional. Um, so I just, you know, I'm, I'm loving that is is we're being free to be emotional. We're being free to love. It's cool. You know, people that we admire and also women that we we admire their bossness. Beyonce, we all three of us can say that is a boss B from wherever she came from, but her balancing family love, you know, is inspiring to me. That's where I'm at. It, it seems like black people are getting a, a updated PR campaign. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like before it was like survival strength. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, now we're soft and we're all these things. Right. So it is some freedom, but it's hard for me. Someone coming from that, that Diddy state of mind, like, Sleep when you die, da, da da So a lot of it is literally marketing. You know what I mean? Now yeah. it's cool to go to therapy and be loving and compassionate and da da da, -da. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I love that. Well, it's, it's funny because it's the perfect segue because you two were on my mind. I was telling Kimberly this, Phoebe. Uh, and But Phoebe, you know, because you two were on my mind when I thought about the whole idea of this alpha woman or they call it alpha female because you know, when you see someone like Beyonce in Black is King, you like, <clears throat> I mean, everything kind of, I think started 
unfolding when people saw what happened with Will and Jada, which is none of our business, right? But like people have these ideas of these black couples, like I want that marriage, I want that da da da. And then you start to see like, no, everyone's shit is messy just like the next person. It doesn't matter how much money they have. And so the one thing I thought was very interesting and, and I love that you called it a PR campaign, um, Kimberly, because it's almost like this to, to, to the world is this newfound renaissance of like blackness being discovered. And even with some of us like self-discovery, but reality is as a black woman, she's had to juggle so many things uh, privately, internally, emotionally, spiritually, and we're not necessarily given the space for that. And so with us three, I, I definitely think that we all identify, I would think that we all identify as alpha, you know, uh, women in personal, especially in personal relationships. But I wanted to kind of dive into that because both of you all said love, prioritizing love, and I'm, I'm with you on that, but that hasn't always been an easy path to that mm -hmm. when you are in the positions or have the energy and the personalities that we have. Starting with you, Kimberly, when did you realize and, and identify with the concept of what an alpha female or an alpha woman was? I don't know that I can pinpoint a time. Um, I've I've also like never have been okay with being put in a box. Like, okay, I'm a leader, but I'm also weak as fuck at sometimes. Right. You know? So I came out the womb a boss. You know, my kindergarten picture. I have hands on hips. Like it looks like you know. I was probably Angelica, like to all my nieces and nephews, like just running shit, making them make up dances, like. <laughs> Starting businesses at eight. Like, it's just my mom told me at nine, I called Limited Two and got a modeling job and free clothes. Like, me and my friend Lindsay. So, like, I've always done what I had to do to get what I wanted, period. Ever since I can remember. Like, even in kindergarten, I was bossy. So, mm, um, but I never really identified myself like as an alpha woman, because like, if you're talking in terms of career, that's one thing in terms of love and relationships, I tend to be completely different mm -hmm. than how I am in the workplace. So, you know, I'm still a leader, but not in the way in which people may picture black women in relationships. So yeah, I mean, I've been an alpha woman all my life, although I wouldn't want to be categorized as that because I feel like it's limiting. Right. And then Phoebe, before you answer, I actually want to just give them from what I found online, the uh, what the idea or how they define an alpha woman. And it and they say uh, a woman who has embraced her leadership ambition, she is talented, highly mo motivated and self-confident, which can be intimidating to, to some people. And we're going to get to that point. But Phoebe, when did you feel like you started exuding qualities of what they define or call an alpha a woman or alpha female? You know, it's, it's very interesting because I have a personality, um, could be a little bit self-deprecating, um, where I wouldn't call myself that. In fact, we'll probably run away from something like that. Like Kim, Kimberly said, I don't want to be in a box. And then typically when they put black women in a box, it's never good. So um, not until recently did I start embracing those those titles like alpha woman, Um Angry black woman, you piss me off. You're going to get, catch this wrath. It's not something to um, tuck away anymore. But I have traditionally been like, you know, no, I'm not. Or, you know, because I am different. Like Kimberly said, in relationships, surprisingly, when I actually like you, that's the biggest key. When I actually like the man, you know, um, super submissive, super want to please him, you know, do not want to be an alpha at my house. I never have wanted to be. I want to be led. Um, so I don't think I identify with a lot of, even with the article that you sent me, I'm like, okay, yeah. I mean, it's undeniable. I am an alpha woman. Yeah. But I don't, other than well, a lot of other things, like too. a lot of other things too. And like, like Kimberly said, sometimes I'm the strongest person in the room, but crying underneath, you know what I mean? So I don't know, but that's, that's the beauty of being a woman. You can be all things at once. I agree. I mean, we're black and we're nuanced, right? And, and sometimes they don't allow us, society doesn't allow us to have all these layers to us. When did you, so were you all, and, and this could be subconsciously, but <clears throat> were you all taught to show up differently in your professional life and your personal life as a black woman? I was, absolutely. My mother is 
Um, you know, if anybody knows me, that's my greatest friend, my greatest role model. That's just my homie. It always kind of has been. Um, we work together. We know how to get money together. But she is, I'm just learning now that we work together, that she is a shrewd, what they call, bitch for us. Um, but she's always sweet and dainty and just completely opposite of me, like barely curses. You know what I mean? But um, she is completely a different person professionally and at home. So I didn't know that you're going to have to code switch. Um, you're going to have to be mommy or, or wife home, which is soft and nurturing. And you may have to put your bitch hat on at work. So I just think subconsciously that's just how it works. But most people don't identify us with having that balance. Most people just think we're going to be a be at home, be at work, be in um, traffic, you know, be at a grocery store. Completely not the case. You know, we have to we have to fight professionally. So that's why we probably have had to become alpha women. I don't want to have to fight as much personally. Yeah, but I feel like we're vo our voices are always um, suppressed. Kimberly, what about? you as far as showing up in the professionally speaking? I don't think I was taught anything. Um, I think my mom is an alpha woman at home and in the workplace. And my representation of relationships in my life, at least the women in my family, you know, I do realize, like I, I see there, you know, I don't know if I want to pull any lessons <laughs> from there. So there's that. And then all the lessons I got were my own. No, like we didn't, I didn't, I was not taught how to show up anywhere. I um, winged it my entire life. Um, but I think society, pop culture, like I always gravitated to whatever the Olivia Pope character was back in the day. Like I just knew I was going to be in a blazer. Like I chose public relations as my major because I wanted to be the chick with the headset and the clipboard that represented power to me. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to be powerful. I always wanted to make impact. I think I could have gone to uh, down two different roads, right? Like I could have been like a queen pin drug dealer, which is like ah, down goals. my dream, but obviously illegal. Not goals. So if I channel all that energy <laughs> to helping people, <laughs> then I can still, I'm gonna make impact either way. I didn't know how it was gonna turn out, right? Like I was like fashion girl, entertainment girl. I didn't started a radio station in West Africa and worked for two you know, presidential candidates. So if I look in my diary or my journals from middle school and even elementary school and high school, they all say the same thing. And I never even realized it. It's like, dear God or dear diary, I want to make an impact. Like I just want you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I'm making an impact. Right. So um, I knew I always wanted to be powerful. And I think the way that was represented to me was like women with heels and a blazer and hair laid showing up, you know, it was an aesthetic for me. Mm, can we, I want to, I want to harp on that word powerful. Did, is there ever been a moment for you ladies where you, you felt powerless, maybe whether it was mm. professional or, or personally speaking? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> every day, every, literally every single day, as much as um, my title has brought me great stability, great respect in my, in, you know, in my community, um, I'm still fighting every day to have my, my voice mm -hmm. heard. And that's just, you know, I kind of think that we just, we're used to that. So that's that alpha, like this, boom, you know, get ready, get your coffee, get ready for some bullshit today. Get ready to be tried and get ready to lay their ass out. I'm sorry about my mouth, but get ready. So you're always like kind of war ready and not until probably my relationship in my 31 year old, that, that, that age, did I realize that you don't have to do, you don't have to be combative with everything and everybody. Um, everybody's not here to fight you. So I think, you know, I had to reverse it a little bit with everyone because even professionally and everybody's not against me. And it's not even um, a made up thing in my mind. There is a literal power struggle every single day as a black woman professionally. It doesn't matter what profession you're in, you know, from essential all the way up to vice president. Hopefully we get with Biden, you know, so to get your voice heard is a constant, it's a constant fight. And I think that affects everything else in our lives. Um, whether we like it or we don't, as a black woman, it's definitely powerless. I'm sorry, like that, this whole quarantine has been literally powerless. Mm -hmm. Kimberly, what moments have you found yourself feeling powerless? 
I mean, I definitely, you know, throughout my career, always having to kick in the door, always having to fight, fight or flight mode has been my way of life. I didn't realize it and had to strip that away. And it's still a struggle at now. I feel like I have such a voice and so many people look to me for my thought leadership and it's a weird experience. And, you know, sometimes people have this conversation around lack and oppression and I've been oppressed my entire life within my career that this year will be the most money I've ever made. Like for me to get the rate that I asked for is like an alarming experience for me, for people to value my ideas so much and put me on a pedestal. Like it's different. Like, like I'm expecting, um, you know, one of my, with one of my, with one of my roles, it's like, I'm celebrated so much I, I didn't realize how oppressed I was, you know, because I'm not because I'm expecting a no. Um, so I'm done with all that. Like, I literally um, don't care. And I'm literally going to like, I, I know what I bring to the table. I know I'm so valuable to these institutions. I know that one 30 minute phone call with me is worth lots of money. So I had to recognize my own value versus allowing others to define it for me through what role they gave me or what rate they gave me, right? Like if I were to see someone else's pay stub that was doing a job similarly to me, what does that do to my confidence if I I wasn't afforded the same opportunity? So I'm telling people what it is. And I think I always had so many epic opportunities. I would just take anything, right? Like I'm working on NBA All-Star, Essence, Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. These are opportunities that Black women get. I am was often the only one. So yeah, I'm going to take that low rate. And I didn't know any better. So I sometimes feel powerless when it comes to, I I feel actually really powerful in my career right now um, and have felt that way. Looking back, I realized I wasn't. Like I felt like I was doing the thing, you know, but I was you know, not compensated appropriately mm-hmm. as most black women, black and brown women aren't. Um, but I will say my relationships, I struggle. I know how to do work. So sometimes I feel powerless when my emotions are involved because I don't know what to do with that. So Perfect, Perfect transition. It's, it's, you know, and Kim, we and I, you and I have had these conversations at your apartment when you used to live in, in Brooklyn. And something that you said that I thought about was, um, at least for me, is um, I don't know when it happened, when it started, but I, I've allowed my voice to be suppressed in a way where I, like, in, in professional life, like, I'll cuss you out. Like, not necessarily cussing everybody out, but, you know, like, you'll stand strong with the things you believe in when it comes to work most of the time. And then I, in in the same term, when 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 I'm in a relationship or a situation shift, like I'll allow myself to be disrespected, right? And it's just like that state, that same Georgette that has this this powerful voice is this like child, you know, little girl that's that allows herself to be helpless. And and um, I have definitely struggled with that. And so I wanted to to, to kind of get you all's thoughts on, you know, I know one thing that I've also seen and heard is. Like I think about little old me, I've heard I've been I'm intimidating, and I'm like I don't know how, I don't know where you get that from. But have you all ever had to deal with? We already have multiple barriers and 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 layers to like you're a black woman, so we're we're going to leave you at the door because you're a woman and you're black, right? But when it when it's coming from your own people, when it's coming from from a place of you wanting to be in a relationship, you wanting to show up in a different way that you're not necessarily always comfy showing up, what do you do, right? Have you ever been told that you're intimidating in a relationship? And then how have you dealt with your emotions? Especially Kimberly, I'm gonna throw this back to you first. How have you dealt with your emotions in those regards? Cause you said sometimes that's just not a place that you're just really good at handling. I don't know that, I, I can't think of a time when someone has directly that I was romantically involved with told me I was intimidating. I did have a boyfriend, you actually know him, um, say he wanted to be smarter than his girlfriend. Uh, and so. Uh, uh, that's not what the Bible says. That's not what the Bible says. And I was like, well, 
I mean, you not. So what? <laughs> what you gonna do about it, bruh? I guess, you know, so, I mean, I think, like, I don't realize, like, I don't think I'm intimidating, right? But, like, I don't realize how smart and powerful I am because guys are used to something different. So... I think it's less of us and maybe there's not like, I don't know the data. Right. But I'm like, am I that bomb? Like, you know what I mean? You are that bomb. Like, you are. Nothing you like are that bomb. We are. <laughs> and, or, or am I that ambitious or intimidating? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even know what I was doing with my ex that made me seem so smart. Like I was like, we not, we kind of basic right now. I'm not, I haven't even hit my, my stride. Like, I'm not where I am right now. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I, I don't have a reaction, but I, I struggle with relationships. I'm not in one. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's why. I, I think men I've encountered men that I'm attracted to are like, I'll say a lot of men want to be in a different space in their life in order to deal with me. So, mm. and I don't know what I'm giving. Like, maybe I'm talking about work too much. Maybe I'm talking about money too much. Da, 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 da. But they for sure don't feel adequate. And I've had men tell me like, oh, you deserve like, you should be with like a doctor or a lawyer or whatever their image of what I'm supposed to be like is ain't them. And so thank God in a sense, but it's disheartening. I'm like, just fuck it. Like, let's crash and burn, you know? But really, <laughs> most men will just be like, I ain't in, I can't even, they won't even try me. And it's, uh, I mean, I, I would like to think it's out of respect. So that's what I'm going to leave it at. <laughs> well, praise uh, God. I'm, I'm going to say that's out of respect as well. <laughs> no, I can relate to that. Phoebe, what about you? Have you ever been told that you, like on the romantic side, have you ever? I have been, so I have male best friends and I have been told by my friends, not on a, um, on some guys, you know, a man that I'm dating would never say that. But I will say that I, I do have the approach and the personality where, you know, fail fast, fail the fuck hard and get out of here. You know what I mean? So if it's not, you know, if you can't stand up to the ambition that I have, um, then, you know, get out of my face. And that happens frequently when, you know, the person isn't supposed to be in your life. You know what I mean? So I'm not ever really, um, you know, I get upset a little bit, you know, you get in your feelings a little bit, but anybody that feels that I'm intimidating as cool as I really actually am, with guys, I don't bother you. You know, um, I don't want those people in my life anyway. You're not going to be able to keep up. You're going to have a jealous situation with me because I'm going to continue to be accomplished. Um, I really don't even try, God willing. You know, I just end up being in the right place by listening to him majority of the time. But if you're if you're the type that's going to be upset about <clears throat> your your perceived blessings or luck that I have, you know, go ahead, get away. Go ahead and get away. So I, I would say, even though no one has actually said it to me, I've had, you know, like a guy right now just trying to ease his way back in. You kind of already threw your hands up. Like I'm too tough and I'm not, I'm not tough at all. Anything that I'm requiring is not, is, is basic communication level. So if a man really can't keep up with that, I'm actually okay with them getting the hell out of my face. Right. You know, so call me intimidating. Call me, call me whatever you like to call me. Um, I just don't have any time to waste. So I'm, and I've been like this, you know, since I was 16 years old. This is not a, you know, Phoebe's getting older and she has less patience. This is a Phoebe has been, hey, there's plenty, plenty men in the sea. I just have to find one that I like. Because we're beautiful women, just not even trying to be funny. There's always somebody interested. You know what I mean? And I will give a man a chance. I will. You could be a doctor, lawyer, or construction worker. You got to have a skill and a really good hustle, <laughs> you know, because you're going to you're gonna be upset with my hustle. I don't have time for that. You know what I mean? So have some ambition, you know, or you're going to have a problem with me. I feel like I've wasted time in the past. Like mm -hmm. now, less than... You know, since I'm going after what I want, I, I like I could see me applying that to my love life and trying to force something. I'm trying to like let go sooner, and I think I've been successful. But it's hard if there's chemistry or passion. You're like, all right, fine. You know, so I'm trying to let. I mean, I just I think about I have been told I have been told I I was told once, and it wasn't necessarily in a way where it was just like 
oh, you're intimidating. I got to back up away from you. It was still like the passion was still there and the communication was still there, but it was just like, well, you know, you could be intimidating at times. I was like, me? And I'm always asking because I'm just like, but, but that's the point, Kimberly, because I'm like, what I'm does that <laughs> I think having focus, you guys, I'm just going to be honest with you from, you know, like I said, I have brothers. I'm I'm more of a, a dude in a girl's body, to be honest with you, just the way I relate and think of it. And you guys got to agree to agree with that. I don't but, agree. Um, okay. Maybe not, but I think about it. Like I, I do understand. have a little bit more grace yeah. kind of for their, their thinking, like guys tell you what they want. They're not going to pussyfoot around it. If they don't want a relationship, they're not going to say they, you know, they're not going to want, they're not going to pretend they're just going to go with the flow. You know what I mean? So I kind of respect their, their boundaries, their outrightness, their inability to get trapped. You know, if it doesn't fit for them, if it's not the right fit, they're not going to do it. And, and they're going to keep moving through the numbers. Unfortunately, that's not all men though. Cause there's men that will be shysty and trap women because they just don't want, you know, but the yeah, sentiment, I mean, the sentiment the makes part, sense. But yeah. for the most part, they're, they're not going to tell you they want you. If they so don't we, we want have, you. We have some narcissists that we're dealing with. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're saying just for the most part, the guys are semi-decent. They're going to tell you from the beginning, now, if you make up what they said, you know what I mean? Or you fantasize about what they didn't say or ignore the red flags, which I'm just not into doing because then you can't blame him. I want to always be able to blame that nigga. You know what I mean? If I ignore the red flags, that's on me. And, and God operates with me where they come so quickly. They come within a week of dating. I will see something so quick. I've never had a man cheat on me and I didn't catch it before he thought I caught it, you know, and I relationship wise, I can't really say I've been cheated on like that, that I remember, you know, or that, that I caught. So for the most part in a relationship, I, you know, I'm, de I'm decent, but when, you know, something happens, um, the trust is lost and it's usually on some professional shit. You guys, it's for me, it hasn't been on, he wants to see another woman. You know what I mean? It's been on, well, shit, I'm not doing what I need to be doing as a man. So she's going to want to leave me. And then they start acting crazy, but that's been my kind of, you know, issue the competitiveness that men have, you know, and I don't know if I'm, I veer way off here, but you know, a lot of times they're so competitive with you that you can't have a bond, you know? So how are you all? Um, you know, I know Kim, you said, Kimberly, you said, uh, prioritizing love. And I, and I love that. Cause I feel like with, with Rona, you realize there's no time to waste. But how is everyone showing up differently this time around than you did before? Kimberly, I'll, I'll start with you. Like, how are you showing up differently in relationships or people that you're meeting with you wanting to prioritize that in your life now? I made out with a guy. <laughs> hey! hey. Mm. I'm excited about that. I'm more excited about that than she is. Uh, this isn't allowing myself to like someone. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't necessarily my relationship or my next relationship but to be vulnerable and to enjoy what someone else brings to the table I don't know if I've even been present enough to know when someone's even making like trying to date me like I'm just like on my phone on to the next I'm not I don't know how to I don't think I know how to flirt I may be perceived as a flirt in some situations but um, like, I don't know how to date, you know? So I definitely, like, I don't know how to, like, I, like once we start texting, I'm like, I don't know what to say. Like, I overthink everything. I don't know how to be like, light, you know, I'm just like, Ooh, what are, you know? <laughs> I do think that's a, a all in type of personality though. Like we all in or what? Like <laughs> get married or not. No, I'm joking. But, but, you know, I think that I've had a recent situation and it was cool to see it play out, you know, someone that like I had been around by default, like, and then it was clear we liked each other and even allowing myself to explore that, knowing it may not turn out in my favor is how I've shown up. And I can't say that it hasn't turned out in my favor, but it's probably not in the way in which I would have discussed it before, but we've been able to have mature conversations about what it is and what it's not, and I'm okay. It sounds like you're taking more risks. Yeah, that was a risk. It's scary, 
there was like it's cool though, right? Yeah, it's cool. There's like pain involved at certain times, like probably self-inflicted, you know, worry and you know all those things. But it, I, I don't regret it. So I love that. When I kept telling Phoebe, I would always tell Phoebe when we were talking on our voice notes. I'm like, yeah. but did you die from being well, vulnerable? And if you did not die from being vulnerable, you will be okay, right? And and that's no, it's easier said than done. But there's a freeing feeling, Kimberly. I have to admit, when like when you just put yourself out there and you know that you did everything that you needed to do to show up in whatever way, if that person made sense for you, right, to show up as 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 your full self. Um, he really showed up. I'm, I'm not used to any guy like really helping me. Like I saw it was weird to me. Like, what? Why are you doing this? Why are you connecting me with these people? What you know? But he's just like me. He wants to help the people he cares about, and he wants to help his community. And he, you know, he do this. You know, same for any and everybody else. But it, it, it's been great to see some qualities in a person whether they're my person or not that at least know I want in my partner yes Phoebe how have you shown up how are you showing up differently we're talking present tense with you now Phoebe put you on the the present tense I mean I'm definitely making space like I said I'm making space for love allowing myself to be loved without fighting it which is probably my biggest thing um, most of my relationships, just keep it real. I love y'all, if y'all listening, but every relationship in my adulthood has been very transactional. What can you do for me? Or what can I do for you? It wasn't just one-sided. Um, not into one of my later relationships, which is probably one of my more recent ones I considered serious, did I realize that I could absolutely love somebody fully just for them without a transaction you know, without any money. And I'm, I'm not trying to sound like it's all city girls or nothing, but I did grow up on little Kim and Foxy Brown. And <laughs> if you're going to be dealing with these men, you know, and I still feel this way. I should never, and I have never had a man in my life that if I needed help in any capacity, if you can color and I need somebody to color in these lines, then you should be getting the coloring because that's what I would do for you. I would sell CDs for you. You know what I mean? Like we're going to get down. My love language is let's make money together. Let's build together. I'm not probably going to change that because I don't really have a conversation with a man unless it's enterprising. Typically, um, that's just who I am. But I will say that I am, I'm going into this thing, you know, with a little bit more trust in, you know, God, I am not afraid to leave a nigga. So I don't have to be concerned with, you know, making the bad decision and staying, I guess, because that's more of my fear. If you want to talk about fears is being stuck with the wrong man. I don't have that problem. If it's not right, I'm going to leave. So I think I can go into the situation with the clean slate, you know, being more trusting of my own spirit and allowing me to know what's going on quickly. So I don't get played or, you know, I don't have egg on my face for too long. Even, I mean, even if I get married and have babies, you know, please allow me to always see things from a clear viewpoint. You know, so I just think just going into things like a little bit less guarded, not everybody's going to deserve that, you know, but I will know when and kind of put my guards down a little bit and I'll be willing to do that. Typically, I'm not. I always got one eye open. Proud of you, Phoebe. Amen. <laughs> a work in progress. Uh, you know. Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I just want to be able to continue to show up as my full authentic self and not feel like I have to dim my light because I've, I've felt that way before and um, it didn't feel good. And, 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 you know, and I'm, and I have to be mindful, you know, with the transactional piece, cause I used to carry my love life the same way as I did my business life. Like it had to like, what are we talking about? What are we doing? What? Like it had, it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm just like, that's not how life should be. Right. There should be a little bit more ease with with a lot of different things and and just being okay with standing in in, in who i am you know um even though like we're not in a box i definitely identify a lot on the alpha woman side and, and being okay with that like just because i identify as an alpha woman in, in certain spaces doesn't mean that i have to be that in all spaces that i show up in yep and i think that's for all of us though you know i think we're badasses um okay so going into this last segment all of the things i thought this was a fun question if your lover was an island what would you name it and how would you describe it? Kimberly, I feel like you travel a lot. Let's start with you. 
I don't know if I'm gonna answer this right. Um, but I will call the island Summer Breeze. Ooh, okay. Ooh, Ooh let's make love in the summertime. <laughs> Summer Breeze is kind, compassionate, intelligent, loving, convicted. Um, I, as in stands for something, has his own thoughts and values set and is stands by it. Um, loves family, loves God, um, affectionate and considerate. And I don't know if that's a way to describe the island. So I, I did you want me to go more like blue? I and to, like, no, okay. that was, do, we got, do your husband island got friends and cousins? <laughs> right, like, sir, uh, that's a beautiful, that was a beautiful description, Kim. That was great. Yeah. You and nailed that. It feels like a summer breeze. Breeze, come on. <laughs> yes, I got to put in Carl Thomas, uh, summer rain, rain. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, what about you, Phoebe? So, prayerfully, my mother is not listening to this, but I could not help but think of an African island like Madagascar, you know, and Mandingo was the only name that I could come up with. <laughs> I, I wanted to be better. I did. I wanted to be better, but I, I just did not. Um, so, Mandingo is a wonderful <laughs> island outside of Africa. Um Definitely, I'll take the boat over there the boat from your island to mine. That I'm going to yours, she. Um, we got married, we just come to visit each other. Um, it, yeah. it is it's the safest place on earth, it is abundant, it is safe, mm -hmm. um, it is honest, mm -hmm. it's trustworthy, um, it is free flowing, it's fertile, water flows all day. Um, everything just flows around this joint, you know. Um, the freshest fruit, the freshest vegetation, the freshest of everything, and a craving for me. The island just wants to eat me up all day. It's just, this is Phoebe's island. You know what I mean? He's just happy to be there. I just feel lucky to be in this safe place. But no jokes aside, that safe place to me, as alpha women, we just want a safe place to go and talk. Where So I remember a man told me, I'm sorry, I'm veering off, a man told me that he didn't like girls that came home and talked about work. Now he was dealing with girls that had coworker issues. Like, boo, I have business deal issues. We not, we're not talking about the same type of things you're used to talking to. No shade, but I'm not dumping off. I need somebody to help me think this thing through. Like I'm not dumping off what happened and I can just go to sleep because it's not my business. I would want somebody to be able to help me think. This is the safest place on earth. No man would ever tell me, baby, keep that at the door. I can't help you think today. Nah. So- Mm. That's my island, man. And only Mandingo warriors protect like that. So. Oh, my God. I love Do that. Say. Yes. Say. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't have a response. Because she said the safest place on earth. Place. That's a part of my that, um, manifest. Like my, my affirmations I say in the morning. Like the safest place on earth. If it's not. I'm, we're going to know that man. Mm. The moment we see him, we can smell it. We can talk to him. You're just going to feel engulfed. And, and Kimberly just hugged herself. Like, just, mm, you know, in love with yourself. I saw a quote the other day. When you fall in love with the right person, that makes you fall in love with yourself even more. That island makes me just love on me. Mm. Damn. I know. We're getting it. We're, we're going to fall. How do I go after y'all? Shit. I don't know. Now y'all can't get off the phone that with me. Georgia, you know your like, island is the most lit. No, yeah, I, what's your island? So can I tell you the one word? I'm laughing at Mandingo. That I'm shit sorry. is Mama, hilarious. I am, okay, but things are important in life. No, you know, the, the, the <laughs> only word that kept coming up as I was listening to you all say Summer Breeze and Mandingo was agape. Oh. Uh, agape and 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 obviously for those that didn't know but it's the highest form of love and like the love of god and and mm -hmm. i agape came to mind because i feel like i am finally at a space or in a place where i understand what i'm finally getting closer to loving myself mm -hmm. And I know I also didn't realize like what being in love felt like. And I feel like I've actually experienced that. Uh, it is vulnerable. It is um, shout out to my friend for these words, radical transparency. Oof. I mean, you're, it's so radical 
and and how honest we are, how transparent we are, you just feel like when you step foot on Agape, there's nothing in the world that matters beyond you and and your presence and your being. And uh, I want anyone and everyone to feel like they can show up as their authentic selves. Cause that's how I'm, I'm starting to show up in my life. And so shit, we need to combine our islands, ladies. Hold on. All uh, of, off the um, coast of Africa. You're dead ass. No, I mean. <laughs> Around the black people. I'm sorry. I love my browns. I love it. Oh my gosh. Y'all just, y'all inspired me. I love you all, man. Thank you so much. And shout out to my, my cousin, my play cousin for giving me that question. Cause I was like, I wanted a lighthearted question. Yes. And that's that the one he gave me. Cousin. Yeah. That was a dope question. Okay. Ladies, how can they find you, your dopeness, what you're working on to keep up with you? Kimberly, you start first. Uh, My name, Kimberly (laughs) Selden, K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-S-E-L-D-E-N on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. And I am love, Phoebe Lee, L-O-V-E-P-H-O-E-B-E-L-E-E on Instagram. Um, And the uniform lady which has no <laughs> followers, but that is who IDs on professional Instagram with no post. I will make sure to put um, the information on the show notes. I see y'all with your own website. Kimberly, I know I feel like that's coming soon. No? Yes? Maybe? You know, I, I like I literally am have this huge, weird relationship with how I brand and label mm-hmm. myself. So I struggle with that. I have a, a nonprofit. I have a website for that. I feel like one day there's just going to be a magazine article that comes out like there's a secret billionaire we didn't know about. And then y'all can get my fucking titles. But until then, unless you got a check, then I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm literally and it's, told to it make it to be working out. So and I have no interest. I just want to be silently rich, you know. I, that I receive. I receive that. I receive all of that. I was supposed that. to get one oh. together, and you know why, Georgia. I'm just, I think it's a fear of like being hated on. Somebody trying to, you know, mess up a deal, which has happened to me. So, right. But I don't know if the website will stop that, but I can understand that. But I think, I mean, like, I definitely understand Kimberly. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like Phoebe Lee, uniform lady, something. Yeah. See y'all. Y'all dope me. She said, unless you got a check from me. I don't got a deal. What y'all trying to see? Abby, I don't. She said, what y'all right. trying to what do y'all, see? I'm not putting my man on there. What y'all want to know? Oh, no, 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 no. I, my business, you know, so. I learned my lesson. Need? I said, I, I'm not sharing anybody I am dealing with and, and bringing attention to it anymore on social media. And your man might have a problem with that, just for the record. Been there, done mm-hmm. that. College. You're never, you're never getting back on there until we're married. You're, you might not get on my page. <laughs> After I have kids with you, so okay, please tell them because you're still not. I'm not gonna be on nobody's. Please don't put me on yours. Somebody's son, like don't um, put me on your page. (laughs) I'm like, once we start dating, your account should become a Kimberly fans (laughs) account. That's how I feel. (laughs) I'm coming to her island. Yes, summer breeze. Yes, yes. Yeah, another time island for. I got it. Bandingo. She. <laughs> I got him on the word AB. She was dead ass serious about that. I'm not mad at that. Oh my gosh. Ladies, y'all are so dope. Thank you so much. Uh, You know, we got to continue to to feed the ecosystem. So please let me know what y'all are working on, what I can help with. Love our ecosystem. Love it. Yeah, I do. The Fab Seven. The Fab Seven plus Valencia. (laughs) Brought us all together. I stole all her friends. I know. I stole her friends. Like, listen, Kim. You ain't stealing. We here. We We best friends now. Best friend. Hey. We here. We here. I stay on y'all phone too much. I'm sorry. And I I appreciate y'all and love you. Please don't apologize for that. Amen. It's okay. Thank you. Yes. Love you, ladies. Please be safe. And we will talk soon. Yeah. Love you. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much to Kimberly and Phoebe for being so transparent and honest and just showing up. And listen, this is not to say that I don't have other dope ass alpha women that show up in their professional lives. It's just 
these women I know and have seen them show up in different ways. And I just wanted to, I wanted the rest of the world to hear and 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 experience their, their dopeness. And I am grateful for the other women that show up in my life as dominant and assertive and however they feel like they need to show up as their authentic selves. So, anywho, you can find me on Twitter at Georgette and Instagram at Georgette Pierre. That's G-E-O-R-G-E-T-T-E. P-I-E-R-R-E. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Black Nuanced Pod. That's Black N-U-A-N-C-E-D Pod. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and Spotify at Black and Nuanced Podcast. Hit me up at Black Nuanced Pod at Gmail for any questions, comments, feedback. And in case you didn't know or in case you forgot, I'm officially on Patreon under Georgette Pierre. Your support as a patron will contribute to my production company's goal to positively contribute to the Black experience. It's only $5 a month. That's it. You get early and exclusive access to various digital series and Black and Nuance podcast-related content. And I have a new video series that I am rolling out on my birthday, August 16th, Leo season all day, every day, every year, all season. (laughs) This is a labor of love project, but it's going to premiere on Patreon first. I've actually been dropping behind-the-scenes footage, so if you want to check it out before the rest of the world gets to see it, go to my Patreon page, patreon.com slash Pierre. You'll also get behind-the-scenes look at the creative process, creative process input with patron-only polls, ad-free podcast episodes, monthly live Q&As answering industry-related questions, and patron shout-outs on the podcast. And speaking of patron shout-outs, shout-out to Valencia Long. She is the reason why we are all connected, the guests that I had on today, Phoebe and Kimberly. And I appreciate her. She's one of my newest patrons. Again, it's only $5 a month. Also, shout out to Alexis. Listen, get in on the fun. There is fun happening over there on my Patreon page. All of this, all the things that I mentioned previously, it's only $5 a month. I thank you for your support as I transition into my next journey. Here is to just being a dope-ass person, showing up the best way you know how, as authentically as possible, No boundaries. If you identify as how you identify, whether it's an alpha woman, an alpha male, it doesn't matter. As long as you feel like you are showing up as your authentic self, that's all that fucking matters. And I had to say it like that with that emphasis. Thank you all so much for always supporting me and just being here to the next episode. Peace.